0: It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Let's go. I love talking offense, and we're going to be talking about offense in this episode. Braden Willis, the new versatile tight end for the San Francisco 49ers, what he's going to add to the offense. If you've already watched my episode about Cameron Latou, you know what his role is going to be. If you haven't, go check it out. And then now we've got Braden Willis that we're going to add to it and what he could add to this 49ers offense. I think there's a very specific role and his versatility is going to be absolutely huge for Kyle Shanahan and how he expects to attack opposing defenses because he really hasn't been able to use the full potential of the tight end position. If the name hasn't been George Kittle, but I think now the 49ers have addressed tight end and what was one of the deepest, Positions in the entire draft, and they came away with two players that are going to be doing it in very specific roles. Is it exactly how they've been doing it in the past? No. Is it the kind of players that they've always drafted in the past? No. This is going to change things up, and Braden Willis is a big reason why. And I'm excited to get all into this. This is going to be a fun episode. We're also going to hear from John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan just about how they talked to Braden Willis. I think it gives some insight into not only Braden Willis, uh, but exactly how excited they were and where they had him on the board. I think they valued him way higher than they ended up drafting him, getting him that late in the seventh round. I I think pick, you know, 247 is a little bit later than Braden Willis expected to go. And I think a little bit later than the 49ers expected him to go. I don't know if they thought they were going to be able to get both players, but they were able to address the tight end in a couple of areas. We talked about Cameron Latou and what he's going to add to this offense behind, uh, behind George Kittle. He's going to be more of that Jordan Reed kind of role, off-ball, uh, tight end, who plays in the slot a lot as a power slot, who can go up and catch the ball with his strong hands. But who exactly is Braden Willis? Braden Willis out of Oklahoma, six 6'4", two hundred. And 41 pounds. So a lot of size there. Not much different than Charlie Warner. Uh, Charlie Warner 6'5, 241. Uh, Ross Dwelly, a little bit smaller, taller than Braden Willis, 6'5, but he goes about 235. So a little bit less size than Braden Willis. Uh Braden Willis is is definitely fast enough running at 4'7. And we're seeing the same speed that we see out of him, that we see out of Cameron Latou. Both of them are pretty equal in speed. So these guys can both get up the seams and make plays vertically. Uh, Get up the seam means go up, you know, the middle of the hash marks towards the safeties and get up that area between linebacker and safety and make some plays there. These guys have the uh, speed to be able to do so. Uh, but what's really been jumping off to me about Braden Willis is you can go back and you can watch the film and you can see how good he was at Oklahoma. He was able to make a lot of plays for them. 35 catches, 445 yards, seven touchdowns. That's impactful. That's making plays in the red zone. And I think that Braden Willis is going to add that aspect. But there's other aspects that he adds that fits very naturally with what Cameron Latou does. So we've seen in the past the way the Forty Yards have been willing to use their tight ends. Ross Dwelly, in fact, in 2019, when Kyle Juszczyk was hurt, was asked to play in the backfield and play the fullback role. This year, Tyler Croft did that some. The 49ers definitely need that within their offense. Well, Braden Willis gives the 49ers that ability out of the tight end position. I think that's going to be one of the roles that he's going to be asked to play. If something happens to Kyle Juszczyk, you can throw Braden Willis in there, and he can go ahead and get some of those snaps. He's very good at being able to play that equivalent of fullback slash H-back. And I think that's one thing Kyle Shannon's looking at. They needed to make sure they had that kind of versatility within their offense. You can't lose Kyle Juszczyk and then lose that element. Uh, George Kittle, of course, can do it. But you like George Kittle to be able to be in a variety of different places, not just in the backfield. A particular part of the scheme or a certain matchup that you're looking for, yeah, put George Kittle there. But if it's not, you want a guy that's able to go in there and get it done. So I think Braden Willis is going to make a lot of sense for the 49ers there. You also want to have tight ends that have different skill sets. George Kittle is a guy that can do it all. He can block. Uh, He can catch the ball. The yak yardage is there. He's impressive in all those categories. When you're talking about Cameron Latou, he's a guy that's going to be playing in the power slot. He's going to get... Get matched up against linebackers and make plays and be able to sit down in zones and snatch the ball of the air. That's where he's going to be successful. And then Braden Willis is going to be a guy that you can couple with George Kittle in move situations. You can put him off ball, motion him across the formation. You can use him in wham blocking. You can use him in plays where you waggle uh, or you stretch the pocket and move to the other side when you come out the other side on an outside zone. There's lots of ways to use him and I think his matchup with Kittle and with Latou is kind of where the 49ers have finally figured out the exact formula they want to tie in. I think they tried to do this in 2020. Ross Dwelly was coming off a really good season for the San Francisco 49ers, and they were having a lot of success with him and George Kittle on the field. They lost their blocking tight end, but they brought in Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed was going to play a very specific role. He was going to be a power slot. He was going to sometimes come off the ball with George Kittle off ball and sort of that H-back look or that wing look, and he was going to get vertical. But for the most part, he wasn't going to be as involved in those areas. Well, they decided uh, at some point to get Charlie Warner, and Charlie Warner came in as that blocking tight end. Charlie Warner is very good at blocking. He's one of the best in the league and definitely one of the best in the division at blocking at the tight end position. But he's a liability when it comes to catching the football. He has not been able to somewhat grow into what they believed he could be. They spent a six-round pick. He's out of Georgia. And we've seen him get open. We just haven't been able to see him consistently make plays in the passing game. And we know that's what the 49ers are getting. But what they are trying to do is they're trying to get the best of both worlds. You get Cameron Latou to fit the Jordan Reed role, which Kyle Shanahan has wanted within his offense. And he could see the matchups is going to be able to create because you added Christian McCaffrey to your offense. Once you added McCaffrey to go with Debo, you decided that, Hey, it's better for us to go against base sets. So having two tight ends on the field definitely benefits our playmakers as far as matchups. So you get that role. But now you need somebody that can hybrid and be versatile enough to play the Charlie Warner role, which is block uh, very well in the run game. Come in with George Kittle with his fourth and one and absolutely light up somebody and get a move on. And you need somebody that can also do what Ross Dwelly did and be able to play fullback and yet still be impactful in the passing game. That's what they think they found with Brayden Willis. And that's what I think they found as well. Does his blocking need to continue to get better as far as movement at the point of attack? Point of attack being, hey, we're running at you. You've got to be able to move your defender away from the football and away from the line of scrimmage. Yes, that is something he can continue to get better at. All players can. That's one of the things. These players that are coming out of the draft are not finished products but you can see what their potential is. You can see how they fit within your system. And Kyle Shanahan has a real vision for what he sees with Cameron Latou and with Braden Willis and how they fit in his offense and how they fit with George Kittle. And that's what's going to be so fun. We've got two absolute weapons that the 49ers are adding to the tight end room with George Kittle. You throw in their, the, the other elements to their game. There's possibility to have three tight ends on the field and all three guys very dangerously how exactly are defenses going to be able to approach the 49ers in those situations? Now it's not always the best because you don't want to put a pull a Kyle You check off the field. He's dynamic. But now when you go three tight ends, it's the best passing tight ends that you've had in the regime of the San Francisco 49ers with Kyle Shannon at the helm, because yes, it would have been good with George, a healthy George Kittle, Jordan Reed and Ross Dwelly. But I think they believe they're upgrading at the position with Braden Willis over Ross Dwelly. And if you watch his ability after he catches the football, it is definitely superior to Ross Dwelly. He's better after catching the football. He turns into a runner and he's able to make plays. He's able to reach out, get to the end zone. He runs through uh, arm tackles. He's fun to watch. So the 49ers went out and added two playmakers, but two entirely different playmakers and players that are completely different from George Kittle. So getting back to what Kyle Shanahan thought he was going to do in 2020. He had drafted Jawan Jennings and Jennings was definitely going to be a huge part of their offense because he was going to be able to get nickel sets out there. And what was the league going with these small nickel corners that Jawan Jennings could take advantage of. He's over six foot two. He's over 215 pounds. And now we've seen that somewhat change, right? Last year, Jimmy Ward played safety. Or I mean, played nickel up from a safety role. Uh, safeties are coming into the box. We're getting more fast, athletic linebackers. Things are changing up a little bit. So you have to be willing to change with the times. As teams go to this, you go another way. Cameron Latou is one of those answers, and so is Braden Willis. Braden Willis is going to give the 49ers the option to be able to have a two tight end set where they can still run the football at a high level, but still pass the football at a high level. He's going to be dangerous in play action. And I think that's going to be absolutely exciting. I'm really, really excited about what Braden Willis is going to mean for this football team. But let's listen to to John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan talk about Braden Willis uh, on the phone. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere. And even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And here's how it works. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. We had you, had you up up there earlier on the board, and, and uh, you know I know it's been a long wait, but, man, it's going to be worth it. This is a great spot for you. Braden. what's going on, man? Yeah, nothing much. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Hey, congrats, dude. I know it's been a long wait, so I know that stuff's frustrating, man, but it's not when you go, it's where you go. And I'm shocked to, to have the opportunity to get you here, but you're at a place that really value, values you, and, and I really think you're going to feel well with what we do. It's not when you go, it's where you go. And that's entirely accurate. We've seen so many players that are drafted high that end up going to bad situations and never develop into the players that everyone thought they could be. Well, Braden Willis is coming into the exact position he should be. John Lynch mentioned they had him higher on the board, and why wouldn't you? Six foot four, 241 pounds, uh, who runs a four-seven and can create with the ball in his hands after he catches but also can play in line and be able to block and, and do very well in the run game. I think the 49ers knocked it out of the park with these two tight end selections. I think when you start looking at the vision at which Kyle Shanahan has put forth for the tight end position, it's very clear on what he's planning on doing and how he's planning on using these players. Will they eventually be able to help George Kittle? If you know George Kittle gets injured, could they step in, in, in that role between the two of them? Absolutely. But these guys are not here to take George Kittle's place. George Kittle's not going anywhere. George Kittle is the heartbeat of this team. What they've done, though, is they've added players that complement George Kittle's skills. They've added players that complement what the skill set of the other players on the offense are. This is going to be fun because Kyle Shanahan has been adding pieces now that he can use in a variety of different ways. Cameron Latou can come in and play the The the, the slot receiver. He can step off the field and Brayden Willis can come in, line up next to George Kittle, and they can run play action, or he can stay in and block and Kittle can go out for a pass or vice versa. Uh, But they've also gotten red zone threats. Now the 49ers have three big bodies besides Jawan Jennings that they can use in the passing game around the goal line. I'm in with three tight ends. Everything looks run. Big old... uh, Jordan, uh, Mason, or yeah, Jordan Mason in the backfield, you can run it, or you maybe you have Christian McCaffrey in there, or Debo Samuel, and they motion out, and now they get a matchup that you're looking for in the interior. So many cool things you can do. We can sit here and go over it, uh, all day long, all the different possibilities. But I think what's fun is the possibilities that Kyle Shanahan has created for his football team because of the skill set of the players at which him and John Lynch drafted. And Braden Willis definitely fits. I think he's going to translate very well to the NFL. He has a real intelligence and understanding of offensive scheme. He grasps things entirely quickly. uh, And also he has pretty good route running ability. So you couple that with the fact he's definitely a willing blocker and he's pretty good at the point of attack. And I think you've got the makings for players, that not only fit what Kyle Shanahan's system is all about and what Kyle Shanahan wants to do on offense, but can take it to the next level. And that's what I'm excited about. I don't know how how excited you can get about seventh round picks normally, but Braden Willis is one of those guys that gets me excited about what he could add to this offense and what Kyle Shanahan is going to do with him. And I think that's a lot of fun to think about. But thank you guys so much for watching this episode about Brayden Willis and how they're going to use these two tight ends. Let me know what you think about Brayden Willis and the drafting of the tight ends that the 49ers did. Are they going to be able to beat out Charlie Warner and Ross Dwelly? I am trending in that direction, and I think they're going to add something special. Let me know what you think. Also, like the video. It goes to help the channel, and it also pushes out the content all over YouTube by engaging the algorithm. Thank you guys so much for watching. If this is your first time watching, subscribe. I really appreciate the subscription. I'm pushing towards 4,000 subs right now. Would love to get there before training camp. But until next time, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers.